real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I'm sitting on the TV, mama, 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 put this
have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web... The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. When, when we saw people drive by, it, it was absolutely beautiful. And, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for it better. 
You know what I mean? You could not ask for it better. It, it was it, it was a beautiful sight to see. You know, people were out there all over the place, and, you know, folks were coming from the woodworks, man, to come get food and to come get in line. And, and you know, like I said earlier, it, it was just it was gorgeous. It was beautiful how it was going down. You know, I had no complaints whatsoever. I just thought it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I'm glad that I could have been, I, I was a part of this. And I can't say enough, man. You know, like I was saying in, in the first 15 minutes of the show, I, I thank you guys who participated um, dearly. You know, I thank you guys dearly. B.I.G. shout out to Rashad and Katessa for, you know, stepping up, man, and, and really taking over this thing and, and taking, making it, you know, letting it, letting it take flight to uh, to leave some boundaries that I didn't even know it would take. And, um, you know, a lot of people are thankful. A lot of people are a lot better off because of this event that we did today. And we'll be back to do another one real soon. But, you know, right now, everything that we've done, everything that we continue to do is, is God's work. You know, it's God's work where, where we may struggle with some things and we may have some problems um, in our personal lives or, you know, where we may struggle with, with whatever. It, it's just a beautiful thing that we are here and that, you know, we can continue to do God's work despite of the shortcomings we have in our own life or the problems that we have at home or, or what may have you. But uh, moving right along, I'm going to I'm gonna play this first part um, of some of the commentary. And you can – I want you guys to pay attention. I mean, listen, listen, to, listen to the people that are being interviewed, you know, the folks that, are, that we're talking to. And it's not a traditional interview. It's more – uh, camaraderie, you know, I was just kind of going around with the mic and, you know, letting people really talk and, you know, asking pretty much the same question, you know, how you feel about today, what you think about the turnout, this, that, and the other, but listen to the happiness in these folks' voice and listen to the background where you hear the kids, the kids were out there, the kids were representing, you understand me? The kids were representing, everybody was there representing, everybody was happy, you know, it was just a beautiful all around beautiful day. All around beautiful day. Check it out right now. I'm gonna play part one of this right here, right here. Random, random conversation. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. How 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 important you guys think this is for visually for folks to see black people with, with all disrespect to every. Well, I'm sorry, with all respect due to everybody. Yeah, yeah. But how important you guys think it is that. Black people can come together and do something peaceful like this and beneficial to everybody else. It's truly important. It's truly important. It's truly important because this is what God intended for Thanksgiving. It's not a matter of let's see what you can get in your house, for your house, but you're supposed to go out and give to those who are less fortunate. You know what I'm saying? If you give, you will receive. And people don't understand that. That's why these kids need to be out here today to understand that. You know, it's it's not about like I said, Christmas time. Oh, you 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 furnishing all of your house. You doing this and this. no. God wants you to go out and spread His joy. This is God right here. This is this is God in His midst. You know what I'm saying? This is this is what it's all about right here. You can feel it too. It, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful, yeah, it's bro. Because it goes to your body. If you can't feel it, you, something's wrong. That's right. We need we need to get a chair and knock you upside your head That's so right. you can feel something. <laughs> this is what it is. This is what's about. This 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 was this is what we need to be running commercials about right here. Taking pictures about this and hanging them up on the billboard. This is given. This is what the season's all about. Amen. I can sit here and talk all day, but I know somebody else want to say something. No, you talk as long <laughs> as you like, brother. We're we going to get it all in there, too. This is, um to me, man, it, it's, it's beautiful because a lot of folks don't know each other. A lot of people just responded to what they saw, a couple Facebook posts, a couple emails, word of mouth. There's a lot of kids out here. 
And, um, you know, the most important part is everybody came out here with the mindset of helping somebody else. They didn't come out here to say, you know, to see what I could get. And so I came out here to try to bless somebody. And that's a huge blessing in that. I mean, look at these kids out here. How often, when have you ever seen a situation like this where these kids out here happy, smiling, and ready to give? It's ready not to give. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody. <laughs> That's right. I mean, seriously, man, this, this this might be the only meal these kids get. This is that Thanksgiving's right here. You know what I'm saying? They might get a little scraps in school and stuff like that, but this is what it's all about right here. And it's good food. Remember this. Oh, my this, God, this amazing food. food. Yes, it is. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, people slap something together. I mean, I got phone calls from people saying, do we need more of this? Do we need more of that? Oh, yeah. For a while, I was going, we got too much food. I know. I was telling people. But, people asked me, what they want to bring? Man, just come out here and see what it is. I, I don't want to put no pressure on nobody. But come out here and get it. This is what it's all about right here. This is amazing, man. This is the best feeling in the world right here. To, to act, Just to see it come together, to see a lot of people out here, man, trying to bless, kind of get get a blessing from giving. I mean, this, this is wonderful. That's why I wanted to hear that prayer again, because I wanted everybody to see the power of God. If they don't realize it, they know that we God's people. And we're out here doing God's work. We're not out here trying to get something, trying to, you know, no no benefit whatsoever, man, other than blessing somebody and, you know. It's just love, man. At the end of the day, it's all about love. And, you know, when people uh, feel like it's love without any strings attached, you know, it begins to open up a whole new world to uh, to those that are less fortunate, to those that uh, that really have have that void of love that they really need to, to see it, you know, in action. You know what I mean? Uh, at the end of the day... You know, if you if you have somebody that, that truly and genuinely cares about you, man, you got you got something worth more than gold, and that's real talk. You know, so we're just glad to be a part of it, and and uh, just thank God for for honoring us to participate in whatever manner we can, and just pray that you know people really come out and really just like we say, just feel the love and, and enjoy themselves, enjoy good food, good fellowship. And uh, and fun. And, I mean, this is teaching the next generation. The kids that are out here, they're seeing the adults that are coming forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they and that's that's putting in yes, them, sir. planting that seed, letting them know, hey, it's what it's all about. People are happy. Just look, I mean, yeah. look at the faces, yeah. man. People are happy. Yeah. Weather's good. Food's good. Weather's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is my this is my this is one of my oldest sons right here. Yeah. What's your What's your name, brother? Ron. What's your name? Ron. Ron. How you doing, Ron? I'm good. What do you think about the turnout out here, brother? What do you, you think about this? I don't know. It's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing, man. Don't usually do anything like this. It's so, new, right? Yeah. It's, it's brand new, man. It's brand new. There's nothing wrong with it either. Hmm? There's nothing wrong with it either. I think we need to see. I mean, just just look at it, look at the faces out here, man, and, and, and people are happy. And we have more volunteers than we have actually people to come receive the food. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and that's a that's, beautiful that's, thing. That's what shocked me. You got more volunteers out here to, than, 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 than people coming to eat. I think people want to see this just to, because they cannot believe. I, I think they came out here just to see if this is really for real. You know, this is this is, this is serious business. You know, I know I, that's what I came to see. I said, I'm not going to do nothing but stand back and watch. I want to see how good God really is. And this and this right here is showing me that he's, he's an, an awesome God. He's an awesome God. Bear witness, folks. KRP Radio Show. I love being the Black Father Organization. Travel beyond. This is what we do, baby. We are when God puts something in our heart. This is what we have to do. We have to respond to what God gives us. We have to respond to what God puts in our heart and see forth that it can happen. And uh, man, I, I'm just looking at all the people that were moved. I don't know any of the, any of you guys. 
I don't. I, I hardly know anybody out here, but we all family, right, we all and everybody's out here for the same purpose. And, and I just think it's wonderful, man. I can't. I don't even know how to act right now. It's amazing, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't even know how to this act. This is second service for us right here. Yeah. This is second service. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. This is amazing. This is truly amazing. <laughs> A peaceful event. It is. No problems. What's up? No music. So yeah, that was uh that was just the first that was early on in the event today. Um uh, my man Alameen Hawk, um also his son Ron and uh Brian I'm sorry, Deacon Brian and I think Gillis is his last name. So shout out to those folks out there who came through today and man, we're a big part of our event today. We're a big part of our huge success today. And uh, man, I thank God for those folks, man, because we could not have done it with all the volunteers that we had. I really appreciate everybody coming out there and showing us that kind of love because it was beautiful. I mean, people were riding by, and you know, everybody in a sense, you know, you ask yourself, why do you dress well? You know what I mean? Why do Why do you put on good clothes? Because you you want to feel good first and foremost. You want to feel good. That's why we put on good clothes. That's why we get fresh. You know what I mean? Let's call it what it is. No sugarcoating it. So you want to feel good, first of all, but you want to look good, too. You know what I mean? You want to turn ahead. You know, I don't mean for a sexual reason, but you want somebody to say, mm, that brother shot right there. Oh, she looks good in that right there. You want that. That's why we dress well, and there's nothing wrong with wanting a compliment. But let me tell you, I'm just applying that theory or that way of thinking to what we did today when people were riding by, when people were going to the store, and shout out to the Valero Skymart, shout out to those folks for allowing us to use their property as well. Uh, they were very B.I.G. in our success as well because, you know, they had no reserves, no reservations whatsoever. They just allowed us to use the lot and, and do our thing. Not a whole lot of questions, and, you know, that's how it went down. So, But anyway, if you apply the two, um, people were riding by, and they couldn't help but to look over at us. They couldn't help but to look in that field, in that, in that lot, and see what we were doing. Now, whether they knew exactly what we were doing or not, they knew it was something positive because just from a far look, and I've got some video footage of it too, and I know a lot of folks are taking pictures too. B.I.D. shout out to all the volunteers, all the helpers out there who are taking pictures as well. But it, you couldn't help but to notice all the smiling faces. I know I could, and that was so beautiful to me to see all those people smiling, people smiling while they're helping, people smiling receiving food, you know, folks coming from across the street, multiple vans stopping in, folks getting out, kids all over the place. Kids got gloves on, and, you know, they're helping serve food, and people are walking away eating with their plates. I mean, I just thought it was a monumental thing in my life to see, and I've been a part of these type things before, but never have I organized something with the with the help and more really i was assisting my friends because my friends took this like i said in the first 15 minutes of the show and and welcome if you just listen to the show if you're just getting on a lot of people couldn't hear the show um we went live in dc i guess for a little while i don't know if we're going to keep the feed or not but um shout out to the people out there wmmg for helping us out shout out to joe man always doing it big all the way from la man he's always on always helping us out joe does five or ten shows i don't know but Shout out to my man Joey who holds us down, the producer. But anyway, the LA producer. But anyway, like I was saying, it was it. it my friends, um, Rashad Woods, Contessa Woods, and with the host of a lot of other people, really took this thing over, and they pushed me in in you know making myself more vocal 
and and more involved with the I Love a Black Father movement, the I Love a Black Father uh, organization. And if you got Facebook, make sure you hit us up on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com backslash I Love Being a Black Father and uh, also facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. That's us. Uh, on Twitter, it's, uh, you know, find us on Twitter. You got to search it. Um, love being a black father. Look us up on there. Or um, look up at NC Pudgy or at NC KRP Radio Show. I'm sorry, at KIRP Radio Show. And you can find it on our friends list on there. We don't have a bunch, but you can find us on the friends list there. But like I said before, man, my friends really took this thing and they owned it. You know what I mean? And, and this is where you can really be honest. And, and anybody paying attention, despite your shortcomings, like I said before, we all have them. But despite your shortcomings, if you know anything about God, you know that this was a God's given movement. This thing was beautiful, and I love how it played out, and it was just a beautiful day all the way around. And it seemed like to me, I don't know about anybody else, but it seemed like to me that today was just so bright. It was so bright and so sunny. You know, when we first got out there and started setting up, it, it was bright, it was sunny, it was beautiful, it was just a little bit breezy. And, and I mean, it was nice. It was perfect. The moment was perfect if you've ever seen a perfect moment. Um, it seemed like when it was time to pack up, when we were out of food, it started getting a little bit cloudy. It started getting a little cooler. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, man. Maybe I was caught up in the moment. But, you know, it is what it is. 619-638-855 is the number. I'm dramatic. Y'all know I'm dramatic, man. That's what I do. 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit number one if you got a comment. We're gonna we'll take a couple calls when people call in, but otherwise we're gonna uh we got more commentary to play, man. This this next in this next part is uh one of the first receivers, one of the first gentlemen who actually received the plate. He sat down there, he ate, I saw him smiling and laughing. He stuck around when he wasn't eating. He stayed around, he said, Hey, I live, you know, right over there. Well, let's let's let him tell it. Here you go. It's beautiful. How you doing, sir? Hey, what's all right, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How good. you doing? Good, good. How you feel about this turnout right here, man? What do you think about this? Beautiful. It is? Beautiful. It is beautiful. Yes, sir. How, how'd you hear about it? I stayed right there. We drove up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I seen them up there. Okay. Did That's you ever good. think something like this would come to our neighborhood? Well, not like this, hell. No. Exactly. Uh-huh. It, not what, not in, the, in the form of regular folks. Something that something that somebody okay, let's go get some publicity, let's have some turkeys. This is this is truly a volunteer. You know, this is I, I ain't seen these many people. I ain't seen them pass out plates. <laughs> right. But I ain't seen them big people serving the plate. Right. Man. Just yeah. came together, you know, I, and and everybody came on their own. Everybody a lot of people cooked. A lot of people just came. You know, yeah. this is something that we want to start doing on a regular basis, man, because it didn't kill nobody's pockets. Everybody just put a little yeah, bit together. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. times are tough right now, you know? Yeah, this is beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Just let, just let the society know that people care. Yeah. And so they ought to come out and share the same thing I'm doing. Yeah. Know? And uh, that's how you miss your blessing. You never come to them. You know, it, it ain't going to come up to you and walk over and fall over. You got to go out there and seek that. That's right. And, and you got to let your old friends go to order to receive that blessing. Come on now. Yes, Come sir. on now. Yeah. You can get, get your preachers yeah. out here. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, bro. All right. <laughs> You're listening to the KRP Radio Show. We got to go to commercial. We got more commentary coming up. Also, we got my man Rashad Woods. He's, um, we got an interview with him. You know, um, I sought him out, asked him a couple of questions, and, you know, he let you guys know about how he feel about today. So, you know, it's one of those things, man. Rock with it. Stick with us for a little bit longer. 
We got a couple more interviews and a couple more things to talk about. You're listening to the KIRP radio show, the number one black conservative radio radio show in the southeastern United States. We're trying to take over, though. We're trying to take over the whole United States. I mean, we're trying to get everybody. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do... Make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Again, that's eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Baby, back on the air, KRP Radio Show, man. Shout out to all the folks out there in D.C. I didn't even know that we were going to be able to even go live today, but so I guess that means we won't be on the air Wednesday live. So, folks, y'all know what to do, man. Check out the website, www.kirpradioshow.com. Check out the website, man. If you can't hear the show live, you can always catch it on the web. Again, that's krpradioshow.com. Let me slow it down like one of my uh, one of my listeners said when they sent me an email. K-I-R-P radio show dot com. Anyway, um today folks, today today's event uh, was was uh man, I don't I don't even have the words for this event. You know, and that's what I was saying earlier too when when uh, I guess my East Coast, all my all my people online probably heard it, but the folks on the East Coast didn't hear how it was you know, how I was kissing the butt of my homeboy Rashad and his wife because, you know, what they did for this movement. Um, and, and I'll tell the story again briefly. You know, when I started this I Love Being a Black Father movement, it was, it, it, I, I say it was purely God-given because it was it's so overlooked in America. Like a lot of folks will quickly talk about the negative things of, of you know, just call it what it is, the negative things of black fathers. They, you know, black fathers are commonly ref, referenced to as deadbeat dads or uh, biological fathers or sperm donors or, you know, whatever, no good. I mean, the names are all out there. And I'm not saying that there aren't those type of situations where those type of fathers do exist. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that we are good fathers as well. Um, there are some good fathers out here who are striving to do what they need to do to take care of their child. And I'm not even talking monetarily. Um, just briefly speaking on this, and, and this is something I was going to speak about later, but I didn't I didn't really want to say on this show. But I'll put it out there. Um, you can't put a you can't put a money value on love, folks. And that's something that we have to learn. Now, pause for a second because uh, what's going through a lot of you moms right now, a lot of folks are saying, "Well, he got to take care of his child. He got to be able to do this. He's got to be able to do that." <laughs> I'm with you, 1,000%. If you listened to this show before, you know I stand first and foremost for individuality and taking care of your own responsibility for parents, individuals, communities, households, employers, employees, whatever it is, we all need to be taking care of our responsibilities. But let me explain something to you. It's almost like a bill collector. I call it the bill collector theory. Actually, I did write that down once. Um, or oh, I'm not writing it down, but I did say this somewhere once. It's the bill collector theory. When you don't have the money to pay for a bill, and it's unfortunate, it's very unfortunate, but when you don't have the money to pay a bill, 
think about how slow you are and how much you dread to call that bill collector. No matter if you've been on time every time in your mind, you're going, you know what? I've been paying my bills on time. I deserve to be late. Now, that ain't really relevant, but, you know, if you have a good, you need to pay your bill regardless. You don't you don't deserve to be late, but I understand where you're coming from because that's something that I say to myself. Hey, I've been paying this on time. It's not gonna it's not gonna kill them for me to be late once. But anyway, the bill collector theory is you gotta understand that some of these fathers out here, for what it's worth now, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put you in the man's mind because I I've been here. I remember once when I was in college, I didn't see my son for seven months. Seven months. He was a small baby, but it that that doesn't change anything. So I remember what it was like not having money, and when you go see your child, there's nothing you can do but visit with them. Now, a lot of people from the outside looking in will go, hey, you know, that's nice. You know, you take the time out to, to visit. You should do that. But it is hard, people. Let me tell you, it is hard, hard, hard when you have not been there because you couldn't be there and you didn't have the money to take care of yourself, and then when you do get to see your child, pockets empty you come with nothing you don't have any gifts you don't have anything these are some of the reasons ladies you don't see your child's fathers i just gotta i gotta put it out there and tell you exactly what it is these are some of the exact reasons that some of the fathers don't come around especially if now if you're a bad judge of character and you deal with that guy, and you knew he wasn't the one in the first place, but you guys had a child together, hey, man, that's the man you picked. But nine times out of ten, if you know that that guy's responsible, that you had a child with, and for whatever reason it just didn't work out, a lot of the reasons you're probably not seeing him is because he don't have anything. He don't have anything to come, so when he comes to visit his child, he can't make, he can't satisfy you and that child. Now, I know it doesn't seem right. I know it doesn't sound right, but I'm telling you guys, this is reality. Ladies, this is reality, and you hold the power in your hands. So if, if communication is the key, if you guys can communicate and let the fathers know, the deadbeat dads, the good dads or whatever, hey, look, you just need to be here, man. You know, you need to be here whether you got a present for a birthday, whether you got this or, or whatever. You need to be here. I need you to show up. You need to be in this child's life because he needs you. We need you. Whether you got another husband or not, we need you to be in our child's life. And a lot of men need that reassurance. A lot of men need that reassurance, I'm telling you. So when I got the idea for I love being a black father, let me let me move along because I'm, I'm – I'll be talking about this all night, and I don't want to get stuck in the rock and the hard place. But when I got the idea for I love being a black father, it was a God-given thing, I felt like, because I was just thinking about some of the things that went on through my life when I was younger. Thank God I have a beautiful relationship with my son now. His mom definitely understands. We communicate on a regular basis. And this, my wife, there's no issue whatsoever. And that is a beautiful thing to have is an understanding parent on the outside of a household because, you know, days go by. And before you know it, it's two or three days. He's like, oh, man, I need to call my child. You know, I need to call my child. You know, I haven't talked to my child in two or three days. You know what I mean? But anyway, the idea was God-given, and Rashad Woods, shout-out to Rashad and Contessa once again. I'll probably shout you guys out five or ten more times when I got the idea. And, I, you know, I told Rashad about it. I said, well, man, look, 
We got a Facebook page for it. I haven't done anything with it. I'm still brainstorming. We're trying to put this, that, and the third together. Rashad was like, bam, like a bolt of lightning, man. He got out there, started posting stuff on Facebook. He started organizing things. We talked about giving away a trip. We talked about men's days. I mean, he was just bringing all these ideas forth. And, you know, everybody who knows Contessa knows she's a go-getter. She won't sit down for nothing. So somehow we came up with um, the food drive. You know, somehow we put it together. And, you know, man, I, I give them 99% of the credit. They made things happen with people that they know. And, uh, you know, collectively we all made it happen. And thank God for all the people who participated. Man, I cannot thank you guys enough. You guys have really paved the way for me. You you made my week a lot better, my month a lot better, and, and you moved my spirit, man, because when things are on your mind and you bother by this, that, and the other, and then you, you, you're, you're, you're brought into an event like this where everybody's laughing, everybody's happy, everybody's here for a greater purpose, everybody's here for a good reason. Man, I can't explain to you what this event did for me and my family and my life, you know what I mean, for my soul, and I can't explain, you know, what it may have done for other folks who came up and actually came up to get a plate. You know, these people didn't have any reservations about coming to get a plate. They were ready. You know, they were ready. They were in the line. They were happy. You know, where do I get this? Where do I get that? And and I, I really feel like we, we could we maybe have changed Thanksgiving for some people. No matter what you believe, it's a holiday. It's a current holiday, and I think we really changed something for somebody. I think it was really beneficial. And, you know, man, my hat's off to all the volunteers and all the people who donated all the people who helped, all the people who wanted to help. Even if you couldn't get out there, there were a host of people who wanted to help, who really couldn't get out there. And, you know, B.I.G., shout out to you guys. You know, it's a beautiful thing that you guys wanted to help. And, you know, we'll do it again, man. We'll have another chance to do this. Real quick, though, um, before I go into the next commentary, before I take a call, I want to I wanna talk about, just for a second, I want to give a shout out to the families who laid um, I'm going to say their children the rest that were from Wilson, North Carolina. I, I understand one of the funerals were in D.C. So, you know, shout out to the to the young ladies who lost their lives over these past couple weeks. Um, Wilson, North Carolina, man, as well as other places, black folks, white folks, Chinese folks, Asian folks, folks, the violence has to stop, folks. Oh my God, we we have to do something about this violence in our communities, in our cities, in our states, and and I, I feel like everybody can play a part in this. In oh man, I think everybody can play a part in 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 doing something. Uh, neighborhood watch you know, speaking out about it, talking to your kids, making sure your kids are in check, and, you know, making sure your kids are responsible when they're not around you. You know, we're talking about young, late 21, 22 years old, less than 25. These are some young, these were some young ladies who lost their lives. Somebody's babies. Somebody's babies. And I think it's very unfortunate that they had to die, that they were killed, but I think it's even more important that nobody came, nobody stepped forth to say, you know what, I know about this, or this has happened, or that's happened. I'm not all in all familiar with the case. You know, frankly, I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm not Wilson Police Department. I'm not a PD. You know, I'm not a DT either, but 
I don't know. I don't know what is it going to take for the communities to wake up. I got a man on the line right now, and uh, I also want to hear from the rest of you all, man. What is it going to take for our communities to wake up and and start taking some responsibility for what's going on? Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine is number. Make sure you hit one if you got a comment. I got Jamal Freeman on the line. Jamal, I call him my little brother, man. He is my little brother. Um, Jamal's a professional boxer. He's from Wilson, North Carolina. Been living there for quite some time now. Um, he's done some great things I've seen in the last few years, man, that I think a lot more young people need to get involved with and, and need to be, you know, need to speak out about it. And today, while we were doing our food drive, I will feed the need or feed the homeless or whatever, what may have you, he organized, uh, along with a couple of his friends, organized a Stop the Violence Walk. And uh, I just wanted to tell you guys about that because we may be doing something like that, too, on this side. Jamal, what's up, brother? How are you? Hey, Paul, what's good, baby? All right? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good to hear you, man. How you been? Man, you know, living, man. Taking it a day at a time. Got to take it a day at a time, man. T- tell us, tell the folks about this Stop Stop the Violence Walk, uh, you know, that, that you organized and that went on today. Give us a report about it because a lot of people were here that wanted to be there that just couldn't make it. Yeah, most of most of but no, nah, it was um me it was my idea, but me and my man Dante Chestnut, we came together and we just just decided that I mean enough is enough. And I mean we know we can't start the violence but we could we could um slow it down some kind of way. Even if it's a one percent change or whatever, we could we can speak out and let let our voices be heard. But okay. today today, I mean we um Actually, it started yesterday after um, Kia funeral. That's one of the young ladies that died. We started mm-hmm. yesterday after her funeral. We had to stop the violence cookout on Singletary. Probably had over 300 people there to, to show their support. Then today, um, me and Tay, we, we organized the um, Stop the Violent March today. We had 100-plus people there. Nice. Wilson Police, Police Department, they, they participate, so I'm saluting them. Um. And then make it so bad, 30, 30 minutes to an hour after that, you know, they were shooting at five points again today. So, you know, but Jesus. We, we, we'll change somebody's life that was there and somebody's life that heard what everybody had to say. We stopped at the crime scene where um, Shakia and Diamond was killed at, and we let whoever wanted to speak, speak, speak mm-hmm. to the youth. I mean, let, let their voices be heard. And we just... Hopefully, it can make a change. And this is not the end of it, though. We're gonna do this like once a month now. This this nice. is beginning, right? So if they don't like it, hey, oh well. Well, man, we we you know I'm I'm personally I'm I'm behind you one million percent. I'm with you, man, and, and we're behind you. You know whatever we got to do to help out, we just got to do. We make it when we can make it. But um, I I gotta commend you, man, for you know. For, for doing God's work, man, because, you know, that, that idea didn't just come out the blue sky. Um, I, I want to say that it was heaven sent because you never know who from that group that were walking with you today could have been, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that maybe would have gotten shot later this evening, you know what I mean, or, or why the event was going on. So, I'm sorry. I see. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and oh, yeah, I mean, Actually, before the walk, before about two hours before the walk, somebody actually did get shot in yeah, the same the same same spot where we actually walked at. 
and you know we got calls like I don't think you should have the walk, blase blase this blase blase that. But what I told them, I said that's the reason why we doing the walk. I said mm-hmm. I said I'm walking in God, I'm walking in God's hand, man. Whatever that's happened right. to me is gonna happen to me on his time. It ain't gonna happen to me on man's time. It's gonna happen to me on his time. That's so right. that's that's the, whatever whatever was going on or whatever that he say she say his stuff is. That's not stopping what, what we're gonna put together. What we're gonna do. Wow. What, like what were what what were some of the things? Um, what's some of the things that's going on, Jamar, in, in in Wilson, man? That that's making all this violence go crazy like this, man. I mean, you, you know, they don't have no morals. It's, it's the youth. They ain't got they ain't got nothing nothing going for themselves. And I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you another thing that's silly in my eyes. Just like on the weekends, they sh- they close the gyms for the weekend, so the kids can't go play basketballs on basketball on Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays no more. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna go get in trouble. They're gonna be out here fighting. They're gonna be finding something to get into. It's just, it's just just silly stuff. That's um that that's actually something that's on my list too, man. About the actual community centers closing on the weekends when the kids are out of school. I, you know, I don't, I don't understand that. And if it's a community center, I, I feel like it needs to be open. Now I know people have to get paid, but I'm pretty sure there's some responsible people who would split the time, whether it's two, four, six hours between the two, or collectively. You know, I, I'm pretty sure there are people that's responsible enough that will open some of these community centers and open these gyms up, because I mean, things like that need to happen, man. When we were younger, the gym was open till midnight a lot of times, or even after. And, uh, you know, it also goes with, on, on December 3rd, I'll be in Wilson, too, and I, and I was going to talk about voter responsibility and voter rights because these are the, you got to start talking to your representatives. You know, if, if you want to make that, if you want to get that change, if they start talking this, you know, the money's not in the budget for somebody to keep the gym open, call the mayor up, call the city manager up, and tell them to find the money to keep these gyms open because these kids need something to do. And when they don't have anything to do, they get in trouble. It's just a fact. Yep. And I go, I mean, I go to the gyms and I work there for free. So that that's no excuse. They using that budget cut for excuse, but it's no excuse to it. It's no excuse to it. Period. Well, and I know when I, I, I was younger, the first thing I'm gonna do is get in trouble. Yeah. When it's right there in your neighborhood, right there in your face, and you got no reason to leave it, you're already in it. Or you're seeing, you know, and with all this going on, you know, in entertainment, hip-hop, and in schools, people glorify all this garbage, man. They glorify it like it's the thing to do, and, you know, they see all this stuff in the videos, they hear all this stuff in the songs. And, man, I'm from the rap community, man, and that's how people know me, you know, through this world, is is through hip-hop, you know what I mean? And and we put out some of the most trashiest, you know, I I won't even get into all of that, man, but we didn't put out any good music. Um, in 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 my mind, you know, it might have sounded good, but it, it wasn't good so far as the lyrics. So when I say that, what I mean is I've seen folks, I've seen kids who are listening to these entertainers who are not doing anything that they're saying they're doing, and they want to go out and mimic what some of the songs say. And they do go out and mimic what some of the songs say. And you got, you know, the first 48s, and, you know, you got people in Pennsylvania that glorify being the murder capital, and then you got these other fools who want we want to be the murder capital so we can get on a YouTube video and talk about it. 
it's out there, man, but we got to, you know what I mean? We got to offset that somehow, and one way to offset it is actually having something to do. The kids need something to do, and they need more of it. So, um, you know, I, man, my heart goes out to you, Jamar. You know, I'm always willing to help, brother. I'll be there, and uh, I'll be talking to the chief of police, and I'll be talking to the sheriff, man, because one thing that I want to know is, why in the world, and, and this was going to be my platform when I ran, and I wasn't going to say anything about it, but you know, I, I kind of feel like it's partially my fault because maybe if I would have said this, maybe it would have changed the mindsets, but I want everybody to really think about this. If you got, now every single area of the city is not going through all this trouble, right? They're not having all this crime. But what happens no. is you have multiple crimes on a, 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 a few streets in the city. So mm-hmm. why in hell... Can it be around the clock something on the streets where the crime continues to happen? It does not take a rocket scientist to see that. I don't care what it costs. Why the hell you can't have an officer in five points on every damn street where these people keep losing their damn lives and people keep shooting every day? They're not going to do it if the police are there. There's no way they're going to do it if the police are walking down the streets. And the patrol cars are, walk, are, are driving down the streets on a regular basis. There's no, there's no amount of money that, that is justifiable to say that they can't do that. There's no damn reason they can't do that. And it makes me sick that they always want to blame it on the budget and the Democrats talk about Republicans, the Republicans talking about the Democrats, and they're bickering over money when people are losing their lives. It does not make any sense. If a neighborhood is a crime-infested neighborhood, damn it, a cop needs to be over there 24 hours a damn day or organize a community watch or something. It doesn't make any sense that they don't have somebody over there monitoring these neighborhoods. You cannot justify that. Uh, uh, who's the new sheriff over there? Calvin can't justify it, and the chief can't justify it, and the mayor can't justify it either. And we can sit down and talk about some numbers because I know what Wilson's budget is. I got it right here in this book. So they can't sit there and justify it by me. Doesn't make any damn sense. I guarantee you right now, if you ride through, if you ride through Five Points, an hour will go by in Wilson, North Carolina, at least one to two or maybe even three hours will go by before you even see a patrolman. And they're going to be in that damn cars because cops are too lazy. In, in, in hindsight, a lot of them are too lazy to get out of their damn cars and walk the neighborhood and start speaking to people. Hello, how you doing? What kind of trouble is going on around here? Mm-hmm. Everybody's a thug until the police come. This to all the gangsters, all the G's, and y'all know me. This is this goes out to all the gangsters, all the G's. Supposed to be this and that in Wilson and, and other places. Everybody's a gangster until the cops come. That's the biggest gang in the city, and I see none of y'all gangsters run up on them. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to commercial, man. I'll be right back with commentary for part two. Jamal, you got something else to say, brother? Go ahead. Nah, but that's that's the main reason why we did it too, you know what I mean? Just to just to have the young young folks listen to somebody that they can relate to that done been through the struggle, that done that they done seen do stuff do dirt and change their life around and doing something positive now. You know what I mean, so I wonder I wanted to target my my age bracket so we can make a difference, man. Well, Puzz, I love you, man. Appreciate everything, too, man. Love you, too, little brother. Keep going hard, man, and uh, and I'll follow your progress, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, brother. All right, every day, man. Look, I got to go to commercial. Um, You know what? We can skip. Can we skip? We can skip the commercial. Joe just sent me a message here. We can skip the commercial. We're going to go right into the commentary from part two. Let me take a call because I got people here that's been holding for quite a while. Um, 336. 
we got a bunch of, I'll just say the last three. 806, you're on the air with Pudgy. What's up? Hello, Pudgy. This is Contessa. How you doing? Hey, you know what? I'm glad <laughs> you called. I'm glad you called because I didn't get to interview you today, and I was like, there's no way she's going to tell me no, not call her. I was going to call you live on the air, um, you know, like Nephew Tommy does all the time, but you called in, so we good. <laughs> well, you know I was dodging you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know you were. I know you were, but I, you know what? Man, you guys, you what you did today was extraordinary. Um, what you've been doing is is extraordinary. I, I got us. I appreciate you, man. You are heaven sent. Everything that you've been doing has been monumental in my eyes, and I really appreciate all you've been doing, Contessa, man. Because I know it's not easy, and I really had to lean on you guys for this, and, and you guys really came through. And you know, like I was saying earlier, I don't, I don't, I don't lean on people very much, but I guess God gave me no choice but to lean on you guys. And you more than came through. The event was beautiful. A lot of people were fed today. You know, we put all that food together. Shout out to all the supporters, man, everybody who came through and helped. It, it, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful, man. That's the only words that I can, I can really come up with to explain, you know, what it was. I know. I am still excited. And I just want to say thank you, Jesus, because it was him that helped us put all this stuff together. Thank you and your family your friends and everyone that helped you to help us. Um, okay. I think I'm, I'm just so more excited and to see and to show my children and all the kids that were out there volunteering to see that homeless people are not just older people. You have yeah. children, you have families, even like the church vans that came, the families that came, the small children that came to eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody at some point can become homeless. You know, it's not just, okay, today we have food and, you know, we're going to always be on top. No. At some point in time, anything can happen where we may need food also. So yeah. I'm just excited to know that, you know, the, the children saw that homeless and unfortunate people come in all different ages. And mm. even, like, the kids were so excited to feed. Just everybody <laughs> was so excited to be out there to help out. And they helped out, too. I mean, those kids, man, they had the gloves and they were fixing plates and they had the They coolers. were ready. Man, they were all <laughs> They were all over the place, man, and, and I'm, I'm I'm glad I didn't get your call first. I'm glad I got your call now because you can calm me down talking about the stupidity of, of some of the city leaders. But, um, you know, this event puts everything in perspective, man. It, it, it shows you why we need to do things like this more often, you know, why people really need to take a time out away from their lives and, and go into some different communities, you know what I mean, and, and experience exactly. other things. Because I think a lot of people have a have a bird's eye view of uh of of people who don't have or people that live in, you know, a certain income level or that, that live in a certain place. I think they only have a bird's eye view of it. And uh, you know, a lot of people have a closed mind on society that's outside of their community. They they really do. They think people who, you know, may live in the projects are all they okay, they got money, they just, you know, living in the projects so they can save and they don't have to it, it, that's not always the case. There's some people that live in there in the projects is comfortable. You know, there's some people that, like I commonly say, we were too poor for projects. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, or even think is, about the people that don't live in the project that they're they're barely paying their rent, they're barely surviving, and they don't they still don't have food. You know, we don't know. You know, even like the people that came out today. A lot of people, you can't tell if they were homeless or not. It didn't matter. We just fed That's them. Right. And it That's could right. have been their only meal, could have been their last meal. It didn't matter. It, they were fed. I think that's what Alameen said, too. He was saying, you know, some of these kids, 
this is the only meal they may have. They may not have a Thanksgiving. This is close to Thanksgiving they're going to get. And it's not all about Thanksgiving. It's about giving thanks to God, first and foremost, and, and, and just helping another person, helping another human being. Despite of what they got in their pocket, just helping somebody else out because you can. And and that's what we did today, man. And it left me whole, man. What was your highlight of today? I am, I, I don't have words for it, but I have been excited since yesterday. Like all week I've been excited just to prepare for it. But it's just oh, yeah. like, it's just something inside of me. I'm just like so excited. I was telling Rashad yesterday, I said I was at my god sister's house yesterday and I just started shouting and like in the middle of the day was looking at me like I'm just excited you know that was like well the feed is tomorrow it doesn't matter I'm just thankful to know that we have so many people that wanted to help and that did help even people that wanted to help and could not help we still thankful it was in their heart you know and we can't justify okay well you said you were going to do this and you didn't it didn't matter we knew you wanted to do it although something came up you couldn't do it it that's more than enough so I'm I'm still excited. Yeah. I am just so happy because I know some people ate. We had enough. We had more than enough food. Oh, yeah. Um I know we fed over 200 and something plus people. Yeah. And that's all we we've been hearing all day. You know, people talking about it. You know, I've had people call me, Facebook me, and you know, people I don't know. I have so many people that say they want to volunteer again. Let's try to do it every month. I mean, people are just excited and you never know how many people out here or individuals out here that want to help they can't put things like this together but are willing to help and just this is just something for everybody even our children you know Mm -hmm. i'm just excited i think um i couldn't believe (laughs) that all that food got gone because you know how many times i said that's too much food contessa that's too much food contessa i think that's Mm -hmm. too much i think that's too much and man that food got gone people came out they were smiling and eating on the way leaving and waving and Hugging and ha- laughing, and it, man, it was, I tell you, man, that was a beautiful thing. If you were down and out um, any little bit and you arrived at a location today to help out or, or to get a plate or whatever, man, there's no way you left that place not happy. No way you left Greensboro, North Carolina today with this event and, and you weren't happy. There's no way you were in the same mood because God's presence was, presence was there and uh, you could feel it, man. When we first started, I was so wiry, like I couldn't, I couldn't stand still, man. I was all <laughs> over the place. I was moving, and you could feel it. You know, when I was talking to Alameen earlier, I was like, you could feel it. You could feel something running through your body, man, running through your veins. That that just, that that was just, oh man, it was extraordinary to be out there and witness that. And and I guess this this is how missionaries do. I mean, you know, that, shout out to the missionaries out there, man, who travel and do things like that, and that build houses and such, man, you know, feed people. I guess this is what they feel. I guess this is what makes them continue to do it because, you know, I want to do another one tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, and, you know, just to have the ability to help. And even like me and Rashad were speaking about, okay, you know, part of our house caught fire last week before last, and Mm -hmm. someone said, well, how are you all going to feed the homeless? And you all were almost homeless. I said, exactly, we were almost homeless, but by the grace of God, we were not homeless. And we're That's gonna still feed homeless families, friends, whoever need to eat. We're gonna still feed, and you have to look at it like uh, all those things happen. It's somebody out there. Their situation is way worse than yours. Oh yeah. So you just have to pray and just keep it moving. Pray and just keep it moving, because we still eat. We we've been eating ever since. We hadn't lacked anything, and mm-hmm. you know people look at it like, well, how they doing this and how they, the grace of God. That's all. 
only by the grace of God. I mean, we've had we had so much food out there. We had more food than probably an average person have during Thanksgiving. The variety of foods. I mean, there's so many oh, different man, varieties. Yeah. I mean, it's just like probably stuff people had never had before, hadn't had in a long time. But we yeah. just, I think we did it up. And I'm just so thankful for all the volunteers, all the people that cooked, all the turkeys that were donated, the hams, the everything. I'm just. I'm thankful. I'm so if I don't eat, if I don't eat Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, I'm still thankful for t- for what happened today. I think um, <laughs> I think there was more food on that those tables than than that table was long, man. <laughs> That's we more food that I'm gonna have on four Thanksgiving tables for full sure. of food, four long tables full of food and yeah. different varieties. Wow. Well, you know, like I said before, man. Big shout out to you and Rod. Rashad, because you guys paved the way and and everybody else who helped out. And, you know, we couldn't have done it without all the donors and the volunteers and friends and family, man. There's no way we could have done it like that. And, you know, I thought maybe we had too many volunteers as well, but, you know, everybody had their hand on something. And, you know, it it just made it all whole. It made it all possible, and it, it made it all a success. So, you know, shout out to you and everybody else too. Definitely that. Well, we thank you also, and we got to get started on the next project. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that little (laughs) back there, that little laugh back there. If I could, I would do another one tomorrow. I I was fronting about that. I would definitely do another one tomorrow, but um, other things are going on, and we just got to keep it moving and and keep continuing to do doing God's work, man. And I'm I'm not going to give up. You know, there's, there's many more things planned, so we'll get together on our plans and do what we can do. Okay. Thanks, Contessa. Appreciate the call. Appreciate everything you do. You're welcome. Thank you also. You have a blessed night. All right. One love. Contessa Woods, man, holding it down. Sorry, I gave your whole government out, but, you know, it is what it is. They're going to know who you are anyway. (laughs) If you're on Facebook, hit us up, facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show. Also, the I Love Being a Black Father is on Facebook. Look us up. Same thing, facebook.com backslash I love being a black. I love being a black father. We're also on Twitter at symbol NC Pudgy. That's my personal Twitter. Hit me up. Um, you know, I always say, don't be surprised on what I might say. Me and God relationship, we handle that. Everybody else, y'all on the outside. Um, KRP Radio Show on Twitter. Also at symbol K I R P Radio Show. We on YouTube. Keyword KRP Radio Show and the website. If you missed part of the show and you want to go back, www.krpradioshow.com. And uh, you know. Around the clock, man, that's what we do. Make sure you cop one of those T-shirts on there, too, if you are on the site. Um, 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit number one if you got a comment. Right now we're going to go to part three, uh, another one of the commentaries from today's event. And uh, this is we got Pearl and her son, Demetrius, and then we got to come up with the high school kids. Shout out to Miss Kawanda. Oh, Pearl, is that your name? Yes. I read the name tag. How you doing, Pearl? Good. How are you? Good. How would you hear about this uh, through my church that I'm attending right now. Yeah. Yep. So, so did you did you want to come out and participate, or you just had a witness? Did you really believe it was going to be like this? What did you think it's about it when turnout. you heard? It? I like the way it's turning out. Yeah. Uh, just helping each other, feeding the hungry, mm-hmm. and we all together in one one body. How important do you think this is for a time of of today? Like you know, with, with finances so tough, a lot of people don't have jobs right now. Some people are in between jobs or. Unemployment, you know, you watch TV and that's that's all they're talking about is we don't have money for this. It's not money for that. People are struggling. How important do you think it is 
for events like this to take place. It's very important, especially with the youth. Let them see giving back to the community, where they come from. They see it every day, and they need to see this every day, helping each other. Well, we hope we can do more of this and, uh, you know, spread the word. I love being a black father, travel beyond your church, other outreach groups. Everybody's out here, so we showed up, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can do more of this. <laughs> What's your name, man? Stefan. Stefan? Yeah. You got gloves on. What are you working on? Not no more. <laughs> huh? Fasten out the plate? Fasten out plate? Yes. That's B.I.G. right there. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen? All right, cool, man. Thanks for coming out here doing this. Yeah? you almost tall as mine. So shout out to uh, Pearl who came out there and her son Stefan, man. They were doing their thing. We got to go to commercial, folks. We'll be right back with uh, Rashad Woods' comments. Um, also, a couple of other people, man, they had a lot to say. Um, you listen to the KRP radio show. Sorry about the, all the arms and the, the pauses and all this other stuff, man. It's, it's, it's kind of rough. I'm still thinking about the stuff that's going on in Wilson. It's, it's bothering me a little bit. But uh, it is what it is. You listen to the KRP radio show. The number one black conservative radio show in the eastern North Carolina, baby. Let's go. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. We are warfare, and Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work, because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring... What I saw was the Democratic Party making the inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe 
it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you. We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars, and we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. know what's going on in the sports world, at least in the NFL anyway. In the NFL, Philly 3, right now in the second quarter, the New York G-Men 0. Right now, Philly trying to redeem themselves, man, because they haven't been doing too good lately. I don't know what's up with Philly, but Jacksonville right now 10, final Cleveland 14. Cleveland? Cleveland beat somebody. It was Jacksonville. That wasn't nobody. Detroit 49 on my Carolina Panthers 35. Yo, I don't care what nobody say, right? We play with anybody. Nobody blows us out. Nobody. Nobody blow us out. We still in it, baby. Detroit got a win over us, though. 49-35. Green Bay beat down Tampa Bay to remain undefeated. 35-26. Tampa Bay 26. Green Bay 35. As Green Bay continues to terrorize people. I'm talking about terrorize people. Nobody's Nobody can beat Green Bay, man. I don't know. They're playing some good football over there. But it is what it is. Moving right along. Buffalo 8, Miami 35. As Miami catches that W today. Buffalo with another L. And Buffalo is sliding down a slippery slope. Oakland 27, Minnesota 21. Minnesota, you guys can hang it up. Oakland 27 as they prevail. Dallas 27. The Cowgirls. I meant the Cowboys. My bad to all the Cow Cow fans out there. (laughs) Dallas 27, Washington 24, final overtime. 
Dallas wins by three. And I guess they're back on track. I never knew they were on the track, but, you know, that's what ESPN was saying. Baltimore 31, Cincinnati 24, and the big story was Ray Lewis. Was he going to play or did he play? I don't know if he played. I didn't see any of the comments, but uh, it is what it is. They beat the Bengals, who was the team that was hot, by the way. Baltimore 31, Cincinnati 24, St. Louis 7, Seattle 24. They take a W from St. Louis at home. San Francisco 23 as they're on an eight-game winning streak, the second-hottest winning streak in the NFL, Arizona 7. Tennessee 17 as Atlanta puts the whoop 23 points on the board on them. Tennessee fought back strong in the second half, almost came back as they put 17 points on the board unanswered. Chicago, Julius Peppers and crew, Brian Erlacher, a shout-out to the homeboy, 31, San Diego 20. Denver 17 over the Jets last Thursday, 13, New York Jets. Tebow, baby. They got Tebow. Tebow's in the house, man. And, and I like Tebow because he always say praise the Lord. So Tebow's a real believer. Tebow would have came to our our event today, and he would have picked to play with somebody. This Monday night, 830, New England and Kansas City, baby, as New England is probably going to take that W without question. I'm not – I won't be surprised if uh, New England beat them or they shut them out. I don't know. We'll see what might happen. But anyway, that sports report was brought to you by one of our official sponsors, which is... Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Yeah, shout out to SoundTrue.com and always coming through and always providing us with the funds to do our sports report. 619-638-8559 is the number. Press 1 if you got a comment, and I'll try my best to get to you. Probably not, but, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Shout out to the folks out there at WMMG in Washington, D.C., baby. We got one hour playtime in there tonight, so I appreciate you guys. Um, if you're not rock well, you're not rocking with us live anymore, so you probably listen to us via web, which is www.mmg.com. KRPRadioShow.com, and if you don't know, now you know, I'm still on a high from today. And when I say high, I'm talking about a spiritual giving back. Praise the Lord. Hi, I feel good. And, uh, you know, I know I just flipped out. I got an email that said, Dad, P, you flipped out. They said some other words, but I feel some kind of way about people when they're negligent and then folks die behind somebody else's negligence. It makes, it makes no sense whatsoever. It can't be justified. I will at least shoot a, you know what? I'm going to make a phone call. I will be talking to the mayor, Mr. Rose. I will be talking to the chief of police, and I will be talking to the sheriff. I'm not blaming anything on them. I just got a couple of questions. 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 Man, I can't even talk. I never can talk. And, uh, you know, as as a Wilson County native, 
and, and my mom's a resident there and, and a host of other family members, I want some answers, man. I want to know, you know, what the patrol schedules are like in five points over there where all this crime seems to be happening. And in my mind, and which is something I was going to do if I was going to run for public office, I was really going to put it out there that we guarantee that there'd be around the clock, at least around the clock surveillance in those areas. I'm talking about officers on the street, walking up and down the street in all 12 hours during the day and through the night, with the exception of the wee hours in the morning, maybe just a patrol car come through every hour. Um, but it is what it is, man. It doesn't sound like a bad idea, does it, y'all? I know it don't because it just makes sense when you have a high-crime area that you need to do something like that. But anyway, we're not talking about that today. Kind of, sort of, we are, but not really. We're talking about the I Love Being a Black Father event that we had today, hosted by Travel Beyond and KRP Radio Show, and also dubbed as our one-year anniversary, almost to the date, but not really. We picked the date because we can do that. And, um, you know, it was a huge success, man. We fed a lot, a lot of people. I'm talking about a lot of people, and we fed a lot of people quick. Um, from 200 to 250 people, right? you know, we had over 200 plates. We had 500 plates, and about all of them got gone. So what that tell you? A lot of people came through, man. Some church vans came through. Some people came from across the way. Some people came from down the way. Some people came from over the way. And everybody got fed. Everybody left. Everybody came. Everybody left happy. Everybody left with a, at least a plate, and and with the idea. Of, of them being fed, which would, which was our intent anyway. So, you know, I think it was a huge success, man. So I got to give much love to the Celebaton. The Celebaton. Did I say that right, Joe? Oh, I'm, well, anyway, got to give a shout-out to the celebrity then. I'll, I'll just say the celebrity, Contessa Woods, you know, planner extraordinaire. You guys got to look up on Facebook, man. If you got an event to plan, you better hit her up because she might can do some justice for you. And shout-out to my man, Rashad Woods. And speaking of Rashad, we're gonna to go to this uh clip from today and uh this is a this is one of the longest clips that we have, a rather long clip, because um it's got some other stuff in there, you know, some other uh some other commentary from today. And I just thought that the listeners need to hear it, man. I thought it was a beautiful thing. I thought it would be beneficial to your ears. So here we go. Joe, can we get this clip, man? My name is Miss Kells, and I'm Cornerstone Baptist Church. Uh, right. You can you love what happened? <laughs> I oh, Lord. Give a shout Mr. out to Mr. Pastor Bill Davidson. Cornerstone Baptist Church. Shout out to the Cornerstone Baptist Church, Pastor Dale Davis. Give a shout out to the pastor. Bill Davis, you said? Bill Davis. Shout out to Pastor Bill Davis. <laughs> Nah, not live. It, it will be later. We are live now. Though. Wow, what you got to say? Uh, uh, we 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 doing good things for the community out here. You mean good things? Like like what? Holding the ice? Nah, <laughs> I'm serving the drinks. You know, they gotta have some to drink. No doubt, gotta have some to drink. God is good. Feeding people who are hungry. Uh, we see Rashad Woods in the house. Got MIA for a second. He's back. He went to go eat. That's what he went to do. I think. All day, so I'm the only one that, uh, well, I ain't gonna say the only one, but I have eaten all day, so you know. I'm with you, brother. I probably won't eat until later on. I probably won't get any of this, but you know, as long as I don't, as long as everybody else eats, I'm, I'm fine with that. Now, I gotta ask you to master the question because I heard some women talking junk. 
And this is sponsored by I Love Being a Black Father as well as Travel Beyond and KRP Radio. But, uh, did you fix any of this food? Not one bit, man. Um, what? I made sure it got fixed, though. I mean, I got it here. I was a transport. I, I, I did the most important part. Okay, transport. Tra- okay, transport. Ain't nothing wrong with transport. It got here, so I'm good with that as long as it got here. Nothing wrong with transport. Yeah, man. I ain't, I don't do too much in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I can I can get us to eat. I can pay for it, but definitely I, I don't do too much in the kitchen. Well, I did make mashed potatoes, so that was about four this morning. We as one, as long as he wants, he did his part. Oh, and yams, we got yams. Oh, yeah, we got yams. Yeah, we in the house. We in the house. Rod is the uh, co-chairman of the I Love Being a Black Father organization, as well as myself. And uh, it's something that we created. What you think about this turnout, brother? Man, it's good. I think, I mean, it's a lot of people out here helping. I'm, I'm glad of that, and um, I'm just glad to see that people are willing to, you know, come out here and not be ashamed and. And people are coming home. Everybody working there, the kids, we're the all ages. So, you know, I'm just glad to see that's going on. Now. No doubt about that, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The day is lovely. Yeah. Very nice day. You know, I think um, they try to throw a little couple monkey wrenches in what we try to have going on as far as situations, as, um, location, and things like that. But, you know, you can't stop what, you can't stop what God's trying to do. Nah, you can't stop God's work, man. Nah. And it worked out better, actually, because, so. you know, we right here. Facing the road, South M. Eugene, right at Valero. Got to give a shout-out to Valero Skymark, who uh, who allowed us to have this event on their property. Definitely B.I.G. shout-out to them. Um, right here on, what's that, Whittington? West Whittington and South Elm, right on the corner. So make sure you stop by and get the gas. It's at 336, man. Y'all might want to get some gas over there. Check them out, Greensboro, North Carolina. Rob, what uh? How important is something like this right now with, with all the disparity in the U.S., man? It's very important because as right now in the U.S. or in the world itself, well, I don't I can't say the world, but within the U.S., right here where I am, let me say that, I don't see too much, you know, let's just say right now, it's not a lot of people that are, it's not a lot of family. You know, everybody kind of selfish at this point. We're looking, you know, take care of my household they don't look to their neighbors to do anything it's not there's no communities like there used to be so you know it's just good to see that these are people from all different types of communities and you know they're coming out to do the same thing we're just trying to embed that back into you know how it used to be back you know when your mom my mom grandma always do you know if i go down if we went somewhere next door neighbor knew me to somewhere around the block knew me so just trying to get back to the community wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt about back that. Community. You knew you knew people from a wide the communities were a lot larger. Yeah. Um back when we were growing up. It wasn't just the street that we lived on, it was the next ten blocks up and probably the next ten blocks over, either way you go, yeah. you knew somebody and somebody knew you. Um, you know, and then you could get some assistance. Back of the truck. I guess for now. We are looking like with food over there. How you doing, brother? Come on over here one second, bro. One second. What's your name? All right. Philip, Philip Herbin. How you doing? Good, sir. Good. Appreciate you coming out here. Oh, no problem, man. Just come out here to help, man. That's all it is, coming out to help. How important is something like this today, man, with all the disparity that's going on? And I think on. whenever you can have somebody or a group of people feeding families, it, you know, it does something to you because if we don't help each other, man, I mean, we'll just keep on going down and down and down. I mean, you got other people, other ethnic groups helping themselves out. We're not helping each other. And this right here, telling people, hey, you still got people out here helping. And that's where it comes. That's what it's all about right there. 
People are smiling, man. I'm, I'm looking at people laugh. They got food. Look at them, man. You, I mean, you Sunday. When you, how you gonna know when you are gonna get a plate? You used to have mother or grandma cooking your food. Yeah. Now they don't know when they where they gonna get food at, so they can't cook. So when you have, yeah. you know, kids coming by here getting food, they happy. You know, because they get to go home and eat. I would too. Yeah, would too. <laughs> I'll be a happy you man. Know, I mean, that's, happy that's what's so good about this, man. And I, I think everybody, I think this is a good thing that everybody's doing. I it's really it's do. fulfilling just to see it. I mean, it, like all the volunteers are happy. People are smiling. People are eager to help. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are eager to help, man. And, and I just want to help. That's yeah. what that's what yeah. the good thing about it. Want to come out and help. And I, I just think that this, and you know, as much as they do it, it's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, we're gonna keep doing it over and over and over. Keep organizing, making it a little bigger. Help you and help you every time you need one. Okay. I got all my kids out here helping. So yeah, man. We'll be out here helping every time you need us. All right. KRP Radio Show, Travel Beyond, I Love Being a Black Father. If you're on Facebook or on Twitter, yeah. look for I Love Being a Black Father. That's the organization that's okay. sponsoring this, as well as we're riding contestants, Travel Beyond. So check us out, brother. Yeah, we got to change the we got to change the definition. For which, for which is told what black fathers used to be right. when they ran away. Right. Now we got to stay around. Yeah. That's the main thing. No doubt. That's a good Appreciate it, brother. I'm, my name is Miss Kells, and I'm Cornerstone Baptist. Miss Kells from Cornerstone I thought that was funny. That's why I just, man, she got, she was, she was so, this lady, <laughs> oh, my God. I think she actually came out. Um not knowing what to expect, and she ended up doing a lot of things and, and helping God a lot. So I got to give a shout out to uh, hold on. I'm, my name is Miss Kells, and I'm Cor- so shout out to my name is Miss Kells, and shout out to her. That was B.I.G. Man, we gotta we gotta add that somehow, some way. I'm over time, folks. The show is about to close. We were only supposed to do it for an hour. Um, we did get that one hour live in D.C. Shout out to WMMG and my family over there and the folks who are probably still listening online at krpradioshow.com. Appreciate you guys, man. Almost 200,000 folks, baby. I don't know the official number right now. I lost track. But uh, we were in the 190-something. It was over 195, 195,000 listeners. So almost 200,000 listeners. We've done it in one full year now, just a couple of days over a year, and uh, or, or actually a couple of days before the one-year mark. And uh, so many things have happened since the beginning of this show. Um, so many people have been, what well, I, I like to say, educated on so many different issues. We've, we've shined some light on uh, what some political offices are. You know, there's a lot of people who thought they knew what a certain political office did for the community and didn't know. So that's one thing that we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue to invite qualified candidates, Democrat, Republican, whatever. If you guys know me, you know I wish that everybody was an independent anyway, especially black folks. It is what it is. If you ain't, you ain't. But, uh, you know, you can't change your mindset until you're willing to accept something new. It's like being in a relationship. If you look at your current relationship the same as you did your previous relationship, it'll never grow. So I'll leave you with that, just like I'll leave you with the show. KRP Radio Show, same time, same place, every Sunday, folks, 8 o'clock. Every Sunday we will be on the air. Look for us. You can check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. You can also hit us up on Twitter. That's Twitter, keyword, I'm sorry, twitter.com slash KIRP Radio Show and at symbol NC Pudgy, that's me. Um, also, check out that I love being a black father, man. Look it up. I can't get the spelling right now. I never get it right, so I don't want to mislead you, but 
If you go on my page, at NC Pudgy, it's on there. You can add it from there. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. Check out my man Rashad, man, at Wide Awake 98. Check him out. He's on there, too. And, uh, you know, we're doing big things, man. Um, you can also find some of the footage from today. You'll be able to find some of it on YouTube, on the KIRP Radio Show YouTube page pretty soon. I don't know when it's going to be uploaded. I don't do it, so it's not on me. Every time I try to do it, it never seems to make it. So I'm leaving that alone. If it makes it, just be looking for it. But we are out of here, man. I appreciate everybody rocking with us. Like I said, every Sunday, same time, same place, rock with us. And uh, that's what we do. We're out. Thanks. God bless everybody. Appreciate you guys coming through today, man. B.I.G. Shout out to my man Rod and Contessa Woods. Always holding me down. Always holding us down. B.I.G. Shout out to all the volunteers today. Everybody who participated. All the listeners. All the fans. Everybody. All the Twitter folks. Shout out to the world. Shout out to the world. I'm going to shock the world, baby. I'm going to shock the world. Who says that?